It's Georgia Rose from Sankuda. Welcome to the Soul Space. I don't have a guest tonight, but uh, we're going to talk about law of attraction. So who knows? Maybe I'll attract someone to walk in the door. So I hope you're all having a great week. Um, last week, I really enjoyed the show. We had Elaine and Lynn on from It's All in the Reading Tarot. And I just saw on social media on my way over here that they are going to be doing something at Delmonico soon. So you may want to uh, hop on over to Facebook and like their page. It's All in the Reading Tarot. They were fabulous guests. All of my guests have been so great. I'm so excited, Sally. We've had some really great guests these last few weeks. Yeah, and such nice people, you know. Um, if Everyone you, I know is when nice. When you want the phone lines <laughs> open, you see the bottom three buttons? Yeah. You could, If you hit that one in the center, it'll open up the phone lines when you're ready. Okay, so I'm going to open up the phone lines, but I'm just going to talk a little bit about the astrology that's going on before we go into tonight's topic. And um, we have a new moon coming in on Sunday in Pisces. And this is actually very exciting because the Pisces new moon... Um, makes you really understand and be connected to spirit, all things spiritual, psychic phenomenon. So that'll be really heightened this Sunday. So let's talk a little bit about um, Law of Attraction tonight. And you can call in, you can ask me any question you want, whether it's about astrology or um, the power of um, Law of Attraction, whatever you really feel like you want to talk about tonight, we're going to talk about. So Law of attraction, you know, this is kind of a buzzy type of word. A lot of people talk about positive mental attitude and law of attraction um, as a way of life. Uh, A few years ago, I think it was in the um, late 90s, early 2000s, a book came out called The Secret, and it actually had a lot of uh, people in it. This was the book that came out, and um, it's been a bestseller. I think a ton of people have read this book, and I know when I read it, I actually thought, Wow, I've been doing that all my life. I just didn't know they called it the secret. (laughs) I've always been a great manifester. So tonight I want to give you some of my tips for manifesting. So everyone thinks law of attraction means that you just basically start to... Got to give Sally my phone so she can put us all on Facebook. So everyone thinks that law of attraction basically just means let's think positive and uh, bring things to us that we desire or that we're wishing for. But there's a lot more to law of attraction than that. And before we really start to manifest and start to really find the results of law of attraction and a positive mental attitude, there's some background work we have to do first. And that's the thing that books like The Secret and such don't really tell you about. But I'm here today to talk to you about exactly how to make law of attraction work for you by doing your groundwork first. So first of all, we're on social media now, Sal? Not yet. Okay, so I'm going to wait for everybody to come on because I know we usually have a lot of people. Oh, no, we're all, we're all on right away because we're like the show's delayed about a minute delay. and a half. So yeah. everyone's on right now. Okay, cool. So the background work and the groundwork that I find that we have to do is actually the hardest part of the law of attraction. So I'm going to jump right into that. And the first thing is believe your thoughts create your life. 
sounds really simple, right? But the problem is most of us doubt that. We think we've got a positive mental attitude and we're trying to manifest and highlight things to bring into our life, but we're still doubting. Got a call. <laughs> got to put my headphones on. Did I hang up on that person? Maybe. No, no I'm still hang. here. See, I knew I should have put my headphones on. This was first time I didn't. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Who's calling? This is Georgia in the soul space. Things are glitchy because of Mercury retrograde. These headset isn't working, Sal. That's right. No, these are. Who was in the, in the space before me? They didn't clean up the desk. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, it's Georgia Rose. Hello, Georgia Rose. How you doing? This is DJ D-Love. How you doing? Oh, DJ D-Love. We knew you were going to call in tonight. Yes, you know how to call in all my girls radio. You know I like to, you know how I like them. You call in every show, don't you? I'm not special. Yes, I do. I have to because I want to get my name out there more often. <laughs> I'm hearing quite an echo tonight. So, um, DJ, do you practice Law of Attraction? No, I don't do that. I just practice my music and stuff like that to get better and oh. stuff like that. So Okay. That is nice. Like I said, I got some good music everybody wants to know. I have some good music that everybody wants to know. I have some music that you hear on the radio, and that's all I had. Oh. Really good music. Okay, so are you doing a certain show now, or what are you doing? No, I'm just relaxing at home right now because the business is slow, like always. Okay. Well, what can we do for you tonight? Now I want to make sure. Say hello to you guys. Hello. I want to make sure that I want to make sure that my business is going to be popping more in the more future. Well, I think your business will probably get more successful if you practice law of attraction. I don't try and do that, but nobody wants to get. I guess nobody wants DJP love. I guess. <laughs> Maybe you should change your style of music. No, I don't have to give me. I have music on that you hear on the radio. That's the kind of music I have. Oh, okay. Um, so you pop their music. So I don't know, DJ. Yeah. It must be maybe if you listen to the rest of the show, you'll get some ideas on really how to uh, implement the law of attraction so that it works better for you. That's cool. That's a good idea, you know. Yeah. So tune in, and I'm going to uh, go back to what I was doing. And it was nice to see you. I mean, nice to hear from you. And uh, we're going to have to have you on the show one night. I think we lost you. Okay. So that was DJ Love. He calls in every week. Does he call into every show, Sally? Pretty much. Oh, okay. So the first one was uh, Believe Your Thoughts, Create Your Life. Correct. So now most people think that um, they're doing that because they're living positively and they're, um, you know, manifesting things and, you know, things come to them. They're like, oh, I really wanted this and I got it. And they're thinking that, all right, well, that's law of attraction. But there's a lot more to it than that. If you really want law of attraction to be powerful in your life, you've got to really know that it works and you've got to really believe. You've got to really keep your thoughts pure. Um, it's not a coincidence that, for instance, when we buy a new car, say, suppose you buy a, uh, a white um, Camaro and then all of a sudden you're driving down the highway the next couple of days and you start to see a lot of Camaros. Well, that's because your mind is focused on a certain thing. And when the mind is focused on a certain thing, the universe gives you more of that. You know, you've all heard the expression, your energy goes to whatever you focus on and gives you more of it, right? Well, especially if you're thinking about something and you're thinking about it a lot, 
your brain actually wants to give you the opportunity to manifest that into reality. Let me say that again. When you think about something specifically over the period of time or repetitively and repetitively, the brain wants to focus on that and materialize it in your life. So can you imagine if you're focused on something negative? It'll materialize that. And that's why people have patterns of negativity in their life. Because the more you focus on something, the brain wants to develop an opportunity for you to manifest that in reality. And the universe gives you more of that. That's how the law of attraction works. Thus, you buy the white Camaro, and all of a sudden you're seeing Camaros. Because your brain is focused on that and wants to give you the opportunity to see it and have it in your reality. And that's why people repeat the same problems in relationships, in jobs, in um, situations, in their life, because they're focused on them. And when you focus on negative, the universe gives you more. And that's why you really have to believe that your thoughts are creating your life. Once you understand that and you get that, that's the biggest part of the homework before you can actually activate the law of attraction. So it's mm. no coincidence that sometimes you'll start a new path or you'll be interested in something new. Like maybe you take up a hobby like quilting or a sports team catches your eye and now you become a little bit obsessed with that sports team. And then all of a sudden you start to meet people in your life that follow that sports team or quilt as well or um, you're on the spiritual path and you've become spiritual and now all of a sudden you're meeting all of these, pe these people that are spiritual and are coming into your life and the synchronicity is there for you to learn more and more. It's the same principle. Your thoughts are creating that reality. The more you're focused on what's new to you and the more you're thinking about your new hobby or your new interest, the universe and your brain wants to give you more opportunity to manifest it in your life. And that's how the law of attraction works. And that's why it's so important to keep everything positive. So, you know that expression, um, the teacher appears when the student is ready? That's why, because you're focused on a new course of study. So the universe wants to manifest it in your life. So that's the first thing. That's the first part of the homework. Second part of the homework is get real. Understand that you alone have shaped everything in your life. This is a real toughie. As a matter of fact, I find this is one of the hardest ones to do. Most of the time, we don't want to admit that to ourselves. We want to blame other people. We want to blame other situations. You know, it was the nasty boss. It was the ex-wife who was not evolved. It was, you know, my siblings picked on me. That teacher hated me. Well, I'm sorry to tell you this, but the reality is that everything that has happened thus far in your life, in some way, you are responsible for. Now, we all have things that happen to us, and they happen to us, and there may be egregious things, or they may be unfortunate, and maybe we have had no control over that. But we certainly have control over the way that we react to them, respond to them, and manifest them in our lives. If we focus on the negative, and we focus on the bad that's done to us, or the injustices, well, your brain's going to create opportunity for you to manifest that again in your life. And the universe is going to respond in kind. That's how the law of attraction works. So you've really got to kind of do a life review if you're planning on really manifesting and really implementing the law of attraction in your life. That's number two in the homework. So you got to get real. You got to think about your life, review your life, and realize how you brought the situations into your life that you really don't want there. So definitely get real with yourself, okay? And once you discover that you are responsible for everything in your life, the good news is 
that brings you into co-creation. And you realize that if that stands to reason that everything in the past, you've actually been the one that's caused or in some way attracted, now you have the opportunity to attract everything great in your life. How awesome is that? And that brings us to number three. And number three is vow to free yourself from thoughts caused by fear. Because once you did number two, that little life review that you do, chances are a lot of the decisions and a lot of the things that you brought into your life were probably a result of something you were afraid of. Something you were afraid to do, something you were afraid not to do. You know, being a little bit of a wuss usually (coughs) causes issues in our life. So we now know that our thoughts create our life, that pretty much we've taken responsibility for everything that we've manifested thus far, right? And now we're going to see the new path. Now we're going to realize that if those two things are accurate and we absolutely totally believe in them without a doubt, then we have a whole new vibe that we can put into play by only bringing in the things into our life and thinking about the things that we really want to manifest. So how awesome is that? So one of the tricks that I like to use is what I call idolizing my life. And never are we more powerful, believe it or not, than when we're sleeping. Our thoughts are so powerful when we're asleep. Um, Usually when we go to sleep at night, we start to worry about everything and we start to think and think and think about things that are really not good to think about. I'm going to take this call. Good evening. You're on Soul Space with George Rose. Hello? I think they hung up. They hung up. (coughs) They'll call back. (coughs) So... Can I ask something about the uh, the not react based yeah. on fear? Yeah. Like how, because I think a lot of people struggle with that because you want to. Everyone does. You yeah. want to protect yourself. So you, you think about it and think about it. And you think about ways to protect yourself and you're afraid. But then <clears throat> I guess what you're saying is by by doing that, it kind of brings what you're afraid of at you it. anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what happens is we obsess about fear and you have to make fear your friend. And one of the ways that I actually was really um, overcame a lot of fear was once I realized that fear is innate in all of us. Fear is put inside of us to actually enlighten us and show us where we really need to work on things in our life. So fear is innate in, in many creatures, not just humans. I mean, animals have fear. It's innate in all of us. So you're never going to abolish fear. You're never going to dissolve fear. Fear is going to be there. So you have to reason with the fear in order to get to the other side of its existence and understand why it's there. And I'm going to talk more about that in a minute. Sure. Good evening. You're on The Soul Space. This is Georgia Rose. Hello. Good evening. You're on The Soul Space. I think they have their... Yeah, um, I think they're trying to figure it out. Their radio on or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, that's what it probably is. Well, it's kind of funny, like <clears throat> like fear. I was <clears throat> I was talking to um, one of my sons who's taking biology, and he told me something that I thought was really interesting that I never had heard of. He said they did this research with, with mice. I'm going to try again. Hi, you're on The Soul Space with Georgia Rose. Hi. Um, my name's Donna. Hi, I Donna. I was listening to you on the radio. Um, I just started a website as a journey for a survivor of physical abuse, rape, and an abusive relationship. 
And I agree with everything you're saying. You control your journey to live forward in happiness. Absolutely. If you let the darkness that others have put upon you, then that's how you'll live. And the best way I feel to get back at those that have harmed you physically or emotionally is your success and happiness because they don't have that happiness in them. Right. And they took it from you. Right. Well, and I think, um, I think first of all, I want to thank you for the work that you're doing because there's so many people out there who probably are really going to have healing from much of your work. So I want to thank you for, for, you know, and putting yourself out ever there. using drugs or becoming an alcoholic, which is huge in this day and age. Yes, it definitely is. So, Donna, I just want to um, talk a little bit about what you just commented on, because I think you're absolutely 1,000% correct. But I also think that we have to change our thinking a little bit in the fact that um, no one can ever steal your light. No one can ever mm-hmm. um, make you feel any way other than what you are making yourself feel. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I know we have a lot of followers on this show who've you know, been in some really tough situations, myself included, mm-hmm. of course. And one of the things I think law of attraction is so great to do and practice is when you finally understand that you are responsible for everything that happens in your life yeah. and that you can control it, that's a huge part of overcoming abuse and, and fear and all of those things. And it sounds like you've really been down that it road is. and succeeded Absolutely. at it. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think that's Absolutely. such an important message for our viewers and followers. And that's really a big part of the Zenkuda message because I, I'm a survivor of a lot of different things. And I think that the mind is what really controls everything in our life. We bring yeah. in everything that way. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I look back, and when I think of the situation before it was happening or while it was happening, I had those red flags and gut instincts, but I didn't listen. Because sometimes you listen, but you don't hear. Right. And you don't, you don't want to hear them. You, you want it to yes. be something else. And you think you need to give people so many chances when your first instinct of being hurt was correct. And I think it goes even deeper than that. I think you're right. I My Tuesday um, live on my Facebook page was about meditation and mindfulness. Mm-hmm. And one, uh, of, one, of the, one of the things I was talking about, and, and this brings it in, it in for me, is um, we were talking about how most people say they can't meditate, but what it really is is they're mm-hmm. just afraid to sit with themselves. Mm-hmm. And I think when we get into situations like you're describing and we're really not listening to ourselves and the red flags, it's because oftentimes, just like you said, we don't really listen to our own soul. And one of the no. things that I do, a little exercise with my clients, it's actually um, from the, the great Carolyn Miss, if anybody reads her work, mm-hmm. um, is I oftentimes, and I do this myself as a practice, is I will sit in a room and uh, with a chair across from me or in my living room or dining room or wherever, and right. I'll pretend that my soul is sitting across from me talking to me. Oh. And it is the most powerful exercise. And when you start to really listen to that, there is no way you're not going to practice law of attraction in your life. Yeah. And so I yeah. think that's such a beautiful thing to do. And, and as I said, that's something that I learned from the, the great Carolyn Miss and her, her works mm-hmm. and her writing. And I think that if, if many of us did that before we got into situations, it would be so much better. But unfortunately, I, we learn the hard way. We do. We do. So, Don, I, I so Donna, totally what is your website and where can we find you? It's um, Donna's Survival Journey on Facebook.com. Okay, great. And I'm just trying to 
help others um, know that sometimes we fall, but you can you get right back up again. Yep. And, you know, life is not perfect. We're not perfect. And that's Hell what no, makes right? the journey. <laughs> but uh, we can guide it and control it without the use of other substances and reaching out to people who are in the same situation. What a great message. It's just time to pay it forward, that's all. What a great message. And I want to thank you again because one of the things I kind of get a little preachy about is um, I always say that we have a, a break, a breakdown, and that usually leads to a breakthrough. And then yeah. the third step is a step that most people forget, and they stop at the breakthrough. And they think, okay, I understand everything. I'm, I'm becoming you know, a better human but the breakout is where you take what you learned and give it to others, and we all heal the world. So Absolutely. I want to thank you because you've reached your breakout, and that's like the best thank part. You. Yeah. Thank so, you. Everybody out there, say, send some love to Donna because she's doing real, oh, real tough work. Thank you, and to everyone out there, too. Well, thanks for calling in. Did you have anything else you wanted to say tonight, Donna? No, that was, that was all of it, but well, I'm willing to listen, and if I've I've learned along the way. If anyone wants to share, I'm more than happy to. Awesome. And before you go, I'm going to pick a card for you because I okay. just feel like you are a beautiful soul and you need a little light. Thank you. Okay. I actually have Oracle cards coming out called Circle mm-hmm. of Light. They're our first product under the Zancuda brand. And they're going to oh, be on, great. Yeah, they'll be on my website in a couple of weeks. But today we're going to use some uh, beautiful angel cards. And I'm going to pick and one for you. And I'm also an empath. I was going to say most empaths usually have the experience you have, so... Okay. Oh, this card is mirror. And this is so beautiful because it says learn to see God's presence in everyone you meet. That is such a beautiful card for you with the work that you're doing. Yeah. You're reaching out to everyone. I think a lot of people see themselves in you tonight and hopefully we'll send the energy of your triumph out to them. And that'll be beautiful. Thank you. I so appreciate it and everything you're doing. I'm glad that I met you tonight, Donna. We're going to be good friends. Me too. Okay. okay, please contact me anytime. I, I, I will. appreciate it. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Nice. Bye. So I just want to um, talk about um, fear we were talking about before Donna called in. And what a beautiful story. So important when we overcome things in our life to share the energy of that triumph with one another. That is really what propels us all forward and brings more, attracts more um, of that energy into your life. Good evening. This is Georgia Rose in the Soul Space. Welcome. I think that's uh, a callback. Yeah, because I heard the the, uh, delay. Um, So what I wanted to say about fear is, you know, the the point of making friends with it. And that sounds really cliche and it sounds almost stupid to some people. But once you really can do that and the way you do that is you got to sit with it, you know, Um, you have to sit with the discomfort. It's just like when we first learned to meditate. And for those of you who want some tips on that, there's on my Facebook page, Zenkuda, uh, Tuesday nights um, live was about that. Just like when we sit in meditation, it's uncomfortable. You know, it's supposed to be uncomfortable because it's supposed to bring you to those things in your life that you need to correct, to kind of, you know, uh, fill in the cracks in the driveway, as I like to say. And so it's the same thing with fear. Fear is uncomfortable, but it's illuminating to us. It shows us the things that we really need to work on. So be really brave and push through that fear to show you how you can become more powerful and stronger. And, you know, when we're working with law of attraction, a lot of times fear comes in and can really be an obstacle and also a negative. And you don't want to go into that energy because you'll get more of it. So it's really, really important to work through the fear and and somehow reconcile it. 
you're never going to get through fear if you push it away and you try to ignore it. Energy cannot die. Energy does not ever, ever go away. It just transmutes and transforms into something else. So you have to change the fear into illumination, into understanding, into acknowledgement, and then it goes away. If you crush it, um, push it down, try to ignore it, the fear is just going to keep rearing its ugly head worse and worse each time because that's the universe saying, hey, look at this. We want you to look at this because you still didn't get it. You still didn't correct it yet. So that's why it's really important, as scary as it is, to meet your fears head on. And we all have them. It's not unusual and it's not um, unnatural. Fear is innate in all of us to bring us to a place of learning, to bring us to a place where we become more powerful and braver and learn and, and get illumination. So that's what I wanted to say about fear because I think it's, it's hard. That's the hardest thing for humans <clears throat> to really face, but at the same time, it's really important to get to your next level. You've got to not you can't you can't push it away because it's just still going to be there. So whatever you're afraid of, Sal, just meet it head on. Mm-hmm. I try to do that every day. <clears throat> oh usually, yeah, so I usually end up under the covers. <laughs> so so my kid was talking about um, mice, and they did research where they took two sets of like litters of mice, and with one mouse, the mom mouse, they made her afraid of who knows fire or whatever. Okay, and then the second set so they mean. didn't. I know. And then when the babies were born, whatever it was that it was afraid yeah. of. When the babies were born, the mice that the mother was afraid of something were afraid. Like it was, yes. it was like the DNA yes, was already true. lined up. So I'm thinking, so I said to him, like, so now every time a new baby's born, like we're more afraid than, than the next generation or well, the last generation. Well, I have generation. to tell you that that's ancestral karma. There have been studies done through, through DNA of people who were through the Holocaust and their children and their grandchildren who had never experienced the Holocaust that's actually in the DNA, those fears. Yeah. And the same thing now we're finding out um, with 9-11, people whose parents were through 9-11 or were traumatized in the family through 9-11 and then had children after, those children carry the anxiety uh, from the 9-11 experience that the parent had. Which was and overwhelming. So Completely overwhelming. And so that's why we have so many children now with school phobias and all these kind of things. Um, coming up to a head, but um, it's actually a mutation in the DNA when, when people are put through PTSD, you know, war veterans, traumatic things. Um, it's a mutation in, in the gene, and they can actually now find it and isolate it. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, that's the evolution of the species, as we say. We're, we're a species, humans, right? Yeah, because our, I yeah. mean, even our cells are learning from uh, yeah. generation to generation. And there's a book out that's absolutely fabulous about this. It's by um, a guy called Mark Wallen, W-O-L-Y-N. And Mark Wallen, he has a Facebook page. He has a book called um, It Didn't Start With Me. And it's all about ancestral karma and how sometimes in our lives, we bring in and we manifest fears or unusual anxieties and we don't know where they've come from. And he's done many, many case studies and found that these things can be traced to family lineage. And um, so he does all these uh, workshops and and therapy work um, so that people can live their own karma instead of the ancestors. Yeah. Yeah. And I've worked on some of that in my life too because my father was a World War II vet, you know, uh, and Korea. And I know that he, I carried fear from that, you know, so it's interesting. But back to the law of attraction. Yeah. We're going to take positive tonight, right? <clears throat> so the phone lines are open. If anybody wants to call in, I believe the number is on the screen. Is it Sally? Yeah, it's on the screen, and I type it in every now and then also. Oh, great. 
So that call from that girl, Donna, was great. I'm going to pick a card right now for, um, I'm going to just pick a card for the world energy, and then we'll go back to Law of Attraction. So... Okay, card I'm going to pick is actually Ask. Good evening, it's Georgia Rose, and you're on the Soul Space. Welcome. Good evening. I I was just turned in, uh, you know, onto my uh, onto the show, and I all I heard was about fear. Yeah. Okay, I'm in the right place. I, my <laughs> I lost my husband four months ago. Okay. And I am the anxiety is overwhelming with fear that I I I'm so afraid I can't take care of my home, my mm. grandchildren, um, the fear is overwhelming. Okay. And your name? Kathy. Okay, Kathy. And that's not unusual. Um, I'm certainly not a doctor, so I don't I want know. you to, you know, <laughs> but I'm going to, I can tell you that I have had um, a similar experience um, with death and also other things where I was plunged into a great aloneness. So I do understand, and I want you to know that you are not alone. Um, okay. I think your fear is really, you know, sometimes even when someone dies, we feel abandoned. We feel yes. that abandonment. Do you feel that way? Yes. Yeah. Um, but it's overwhelming. Yeah. It's, uh, he took care of everything. I'm just learning how to take care of everything. Well, I'm sorry that you have to go through that. Um, but first of all, I want you to know you're not alone. You're not alone on this earth. I'm sure you have, you know, people around you. Yes. And you're also not alone in the spirit world because obviously um, you have the love of your husband, which is eternal. And yes. you also, you know that there's a higher power that created all of us. And that higher power is with you, whether you believe that to be an angelic or God or whatever, you know, moniker you want to use. So I'm going to give you a little advice, and it's based on what my experience was, because like I said, I'm not a doctor, and I, I, know. I can only help that this helps you. Okay. But the more we stay in the fear, the more it's going to be overwhelming. And yeah. so what I would say to you is, first of all, try and separate what is really fear and what is the day-to-day -day living and the overwhelmingness of those lists get longer and longer because, like you said, your husband did so much. So realize, separate them, because one is fear and, and you're afraid of the loss, which is natural. Then the other one is just the day-to-day -day living, which is completely overwhelming once you suffer a loss like you have. Yes. So give yourself permission. You know, make a list of all the things that have to get done in the house and give yourself permission to do them as slowly and deliberately as you need to do. That means, that means some days you're not going to do any of them. So right, yes. You know, yeah. I, I mean, understand. there were days when I was like, um, I think I'm going to take the dog for a walk today, and uh, I couldn't even do that. And after I took the pressure off myself, and I was just like, okay, well, today I just need to sit. Today I just need to cry, or today I just need to read. Yeah. You have to take the pressure off yourself because that's what's overwhelming you. Okay. Yeah. Well. I guess it was meant for me to turn on today to the program. I usually watch it every night. Oh. So I do believe in the higher power. I do have Absolutely. my faith. And 
law of attraction, right? Yeah, it just happens. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it just happens. That's right. And I set oh. the intention on the way over here to help as many people as I could during this hour, and look what happened. Oh, thank you so, so much. So I am privileged that you called. Thank you. Um, I want to yeah. tell you another yes. thing, just a really quick hack. Sure. Um, when you start to feel that overwhelming feeling, mm-hmm. allow it and let it flow through you you're not nothing terrible is going to happen i promise okay, okay. you might cry you might oh, you know, yeah. be hysterical you might break something but oh, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I get it <laughs> you certainly do yeah but that passes it's just a moment in time okay. and then you're going to get back up and you're going to be stronger so let it flow through you because the more we try to squash it push it away pretend it's not happening and tell ourselves we shouldn't feel that way the worse it's going to get Okay, you yeah. need the energy to flow because when we try to tamp it down, it just gets stronger. And okay. then, and then another little trick, and this is what I'm going to leave you with. Uh-huh. I can feel on the phone that you you're taking deep breaths. Yes, you want to do breath work. Yes, I would definitely try to, depending on where you live, if there is any kind of a restorative yoga class. Okay, because that is going to teach your body because you've had a shock, you've had a trauma. So you're going to retrain your body how to go into relaxation so you can think clearly. And a restorative yoga class is no standing on your head or deep bending. It's basically just stretching and folding blankets. Okay. And so one of the things that they're going to teach you about is try to make your exhale longer than your inhale. That immediately calms you. If you want to, you know, if you want to do it with me, we'll inhale to a count of three and exhale to a count of five. Okay. So you're going to inhale to a count of three and then exhale to a count of five. Okay. Immediately feel calmer. Yeah. When our exhale is longer than the inhale, it calms us down. Just remember that. Okay, that's good. That has gotten me through some real traumatic things in my life. That's good. Yeah. I'll, I'll practice that. And I'm and sending I'll... you love. Everyone in the Zencuda Soul Space community that's out there is sending love to Kathy. Um, <sighs> Thank you. And I picked this card right when the phone rang for you, and I think it's your card. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> it says ask on it, and the back says, when we call upon the divine for guidance and support, we will receive a response. Spiritual signposts will be put in our path to guide us to our highest good. I know your husband is sending you signs. Be open to that. Oh, well, you know what happened today? What? I was walking at the grocery store, and I felt something on the side of my head on my, by my eye, and I picked it. It was a little white feather. Oh, my goodness. That's beautiful. But it was in the grocery store. That's beautiful. We get and signs all the time. And I knew it was from him. Of course it was. And, and you keep believing in those because I feel like there's something with numbers. Uh, I don't know if he had a special number. Or he's showing you a number. Is he? Yeah. So does the number, uh, I'm getting 27, but that's a significant number for me. So oh, I don't want to. pretty wanna... close. His birthday is the 26th. Oh, okay. So, um, so what month was he born? March. Okay. So on that day, I want you to um, definitely have a little piece of cake for him. Oh, I will. Yeah. Yeah. And honor him. Always honor his honor. life. Yes. He's with you, sweetie. He's given you strength. You're going to be okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you. It's so meant for me to turn this on at this moment. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Kathy. Enjoy the rest of your night. God bless. God bless. Thank you. So um, that's definitely the law of attraction in action, that she called and that um, 
you know, we picked that card and everything just before that. Yeah. That was beautiful. I love that. So we need more of that law of attraction. So now where were we in our manifestation of the law of attraction? We got through our homework, right? We did one, two, and three. One was believe and have no doubt that um, your thoughts create your life. Number two was the hard part, taking responsibility that everything thus far in your life you have had a hand in, okay? Because once you truly own that and believe that, then you know that you are powerful enough to create the life you want. Um, and number three was um, free yourself from fear, okay? So the fourth homework before you can actually actualize the law of attraction is <coughs> know the universe is more wise and loving than you can ever imagine and that you are not alone. And just like I just said to Kathy, everything that we do in life is not just on our own. We do it with everyone in the universe, right? We all need each other. Nobody gets anywhere on their own, okay? And I'm gonna get back to that in a little while. But mostly, we are what we are and who we are because of a higher power. Whatever that higher power is for you, I think most of our viewers out there would agree that we have been created by some energy, something, a god, um, a, a, a entity, an, a, an energy that is creation and has created all of us. And so we are linked with that creator. And so is everything in the universe. That creator energy is all. So when we step into that energy, we have the ability to create whatever we want to create in our lives by co-creating it with that energy. So once you do that homework and you get all that, then you're, you're um, ready to actualize the law of attraction in your life. And we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But first, I want to talk about, before we go into co-creation and the activation of the laws of attraction, I want to talk about the idea that we all need each other. And that's a very noble idea and it's very true because I think that we all um, in some way play a part in each other's lives. We're all interconnected. It's a big web, right? We have people who come into our life to teach us things and show us things and, and we do that for others. And we're all part of this big quilt of humanity, right? But when you're working in the law of attraction, you can't expect someone to do it for you. You can't expect that camaraderie, that help, that, that part of humanity to be the thing that does it for you. The universe wants to see you take responsibility for the law of attraction and manifest and co-create with your own power. So if you're looking for a rescue, um, you're looking for someone to you know, come in, if you're the type of person that all you do is dream about winning lotto and you don't do a good day's work, that's probably not gonna come to you with the law of attraction because the universe wants us to use our God-given talents and our power to manifest the best version of ourselves and the best life we can. So relying on other people and working with other people may be one thing, but really being dependent on them to do it for us is really a negative when it comes to the law of attraction. So I just wanted to clarify that. Um, and, and realizing that is part of the homework that we have to get to before we're actually ready to activate, okay? So now we've done all those four steps, we've done our homework, and we're ready to activate the law of attraction. So I'm gonna go into talking about that. So it's really easy, because the hard part was all those four hacks, that those four homeworks that we had to do before we got to actuate it. So the first thing is co-creation. Talked about that a little bit, right? So 
Co-creation means that you absolutely believe in a higher power and you believe that higher power is working with you to manifest and co-create all the things you want in your life. So as a result of that co-creation, you want to show that higher power that you are working hard, that you are ready for a reward, that you are aligning and listening to the soul that we have in the chair across from us and we're like, soul, talk to me. What am I supposed to be doing in my life? What is my purpose? And you work your buns off to get yourself there. Then the universe starts rewarding you. That's co-creation. Really believing that the universe is wise and loving, has your back, and is showing you and aligning you with the course your life is supposed to take. And that's a lot easier when we realize that number three back on the homework of taking responsibility for your life, right? Now we're going to take responsibility for creating abundance and love and all good things. And it's a lot of work. But if you're willing to roll up your shirt sleeves and do it, the universe will reward you. So keep your thoughts really powerful on that co-creation. The other part of co-creation is gratitude. If we don't have gratitude for that co-creation, then the rewards don't usually come. Um, a lot of you know me as a, as a realtor, and I've had a beautiful and successful career for 25 years. And there has never been a deal that I have not negotiated, a piece of business that I have gotten that afterwards, when I got back in the car after the interview, the showing, the appointment, the closing, that I didn't take a moment and say, thank you, God. That little piece of gratitude has carried me through everything in my life. It's the link that keeps me in the law of attracting and attracting good things because there can be no negativity where there's gratitude. Gratitude is the antidote for almost every negative emotion that you can possibly have. As soon as you're in gratitude, things start to change. Things start to come your way. So when you're in that co-creation with your higher power, whatever you believe that to be, make sure that you thank every step of the way for every little increment of great things that you are given. And realize how powerful you are to create all those things with your higher power, your God, your angels, Buddha, Kuan Yin, the Pallades, whatever you believe in. Okay? And then number two is visualization. This is so powerful. Um, I don't think I've ever accomplished anything in my life without first visualizing it. And that goes for negative and positive. You know, it's like you visualize the car breaking down. The next thing you know, you're by the side of the road. Um, you visualize, you know, getting that stroke of luck uh, in business and all of a sudden you got the phone call. So visualization is really, really important. And I started to talk about this before and we had a call. Before we go to sleep at night, our thoughts are the most powerful because when we're sleeping, we're in a different level of consciousness. Our soul takes over. Our, our subconscious takes over. We're no longer having a conscious mind. So when we're asleep, the thoughts that we have as we're drifting off usually are what set the tone and the intention for that sleep, for that conscious level. So if you're thinking about all your problems and all your worries at night before you go to sleep, you're probably going to manifest a lot more of those things in your life. One of the things that I like to do, I call it idolizing, is before I go to sleep every night, I dream of my ideal life. Um, I even have an idea of a retirement home that I want. And every night before I go to bed, I walk around that house in my mind. I can tell you every room, the colors, everything it looks like, because I'm going to manifest that. And so I think about that right before I go to sleep every night, and I dream about it sometimes. And I know the universe is going to bring that to me because it's so powerful. I'm materializing it into form. 
So whatever you desire in your life, whether it's a relationship, love, um, uh, abundance, um, something small that just gives you joy and you want to be able to do more of, before you go to sleep at night, really go into that. Feel it, see it, taste it, and do the same thing in your meditations. Bring that in. There's a meditation that I do with the beloved Saint Germain, Lord of the Seventh Ray, who's one of my guides. And that meditation is called the cloud. And I put everything I want to manifest in this beautiful cloud of white light, and I keep it with me all the time. And whenever I meditate, I give that a higher vibration and a higher vibration so that I am working into form my reality, actualizing and manifesting the reality of what I want and dream, that burning desire, that passion of the things that I want. And it's not, you know, always something materialistic. I mean, my retirement house is something I'm manifesting because I want to be able to do my work there. Um, most of the time, the things that I manifest and that I really become powerfully attached to for manifestation are feelings, thoughts, or experiences that I want to have. And they happen, you know. Um, so realize that you can manifest anything. You know, there's no law that says we're not supposed to own beautiful things. The law is those beautiful things aren't supposed to own you. So abundance is nothing to be ashamed of. When you're manifesting and bringing in the law of attraction, have gratitude for those beautiful attributes that God gave you that make you prosperous and smart and abundant and really able to create a beautiful life. You should always be grateful for those. And the most grateful that you can be is to use those to your full potential. And the last part of the activation is the actualization. It's activating that. You're dreaming it. You're thinking about it. Now you're controlling your thoughts to really be on the things in the life you want. And before you know it, it becomes habit that the things that you do, you're putting one foot in front of the other. You're thinking about forward momentum. And it all has to do with what you want to create. It, it innately happens in your life because you're in flow. You're in alignment with the universe because you've worked out the negative. You're really sitting in the positive. You've spoken to your soul. You've touched into yourself. You're tapped into the universe. And there's flow. You know exactly where you're supposed to go. And you manifest it every single day. So you visualize it. You co-create it. And you actualize it. And that's how you use the law of attraction. So I hope that helped you guys. Um, we'll take more calls if anybody has anything they want to talk about. Do you have any questions? I know sometimes I go in a little deep. I can dial it back if anybody has a basic question. Um, there's no right or wrong on this. I think that the most important right, if there is one, is to just believe. Um, just like a couple of weeks ago, I did a show on healing and what happens when you undergo a healing. You absolutely have to believe with no doubt. You have to absolutely know that you can powerfully co-create. I'm um, going to look on the comments, see who else is out here. Say hello to some people. Oh, we have a good crowd tonight on the Facebook. Um, Donna, Sophie, John Mineta, and Janine Jamelli. D-Love, we saw talk to you. Elaine, hey, Elaine. Um, Elaine Risotto, you can find her on It's All in the Reading Tarot. Um, Donna in the Palatano Carnis, we spoke to her tonight. Uh, who else is on? Gina, hey, how you doing, sweetie? Uh, we got... Um, and uh, Donna commented that uh, never live fear-based. Happiness is the best revenge against those who have hurt you. One of the things I just want to you know, clarify that is you don't want to have revenge 
um, and I'm sure she didn't mean that, you just want to focus on yourself. You know, don't focus so much on the people that hurt you. Reconcile it, forgive it, move on. Aaron from Texas, how you doing, Kathy? Donna, I hope you're feeling well. Um, Linda Reynolds says, uh, it's my first time joining your video. Um, yes, I do tarot readings, absolutely. We do those on the show quite often. Um, Denise Amore, Linda Reynolds... Maria Rossi Wilbur. Hey, Maria, how you doing? I'm finally uh, coming out here. Michael Zinn. Michael was on the show a few uh, weeks ago with his Human Dallas. You can find him on Human Dalla. And Mary Beth Farrington. Um, these to relax. Yeah, the, uh, if you can make your exhale a little bit longer than your inhale, you'll find yourself relaxing really a lot. Sally's going to use that, I can tell. I know. I'm, I'm learning. <laughs> We're all learning. So if anybody wants to call on the show, we have time for one more call. And um, this was the first time this night that I actually uh, put the um, the show on my uh, Georgia Westcott uh, Facebook page. Um, I now am able to do that, which is great. So I hope everybody will tune in. Some um, nights we're going to have uh, business tips and things like that. I know that page is a lot of my business. And you can also find me on uh, Facebook, Georgia Rose Zancuda, and Instagram, Zancuda Official. And, of course, on YouTube, you can watch all my videos. So definitely pop over there. Um, the other thing that I wanted to say tonight is um, a little bit about Zenkuda because Zenkuda is really based on the law of attraction, and Zenkuda is our spiritual community that we have on all these medias and um, also here in our soul space once a week. And I also do live uh, Facebook on Tuesday nights at 7. Um, and the whole premise behind Zenkuda is to live powerfully, and that's really implementing law of attraction. It's also knowing who you are and really being you. And if I had to really finalize and sum up the law of attraction, the way you want to actualize the energy, it would probably be authenticity. Um, you cannot manifest something in your life that's not true to yourself. You can't be someone else. If you're watching what everyone else is doing and you're really going heavily into competition, you're probably not going to manifest really great stuff in your life. Um, it takes cooperation to manifest uh, great stuff and to really implement the law of attraction. And cooperation comes when you're really in community with the universe and your higher power. Um, that's usually not something that's a result of competition or looking at the other. So always be authentic to what's true to you and do the things that make your soul sing and that really bring you joy and love because that's going to bring you more of what you're trying to manifest. And um, that also gets back to being what you're trying to be. Um, in other words, whatever energy you're trying to bring into your life, you have to be that. Um, oftentimes people will look for a relationship and they'll come to me for a reading or something and they'll say, oh, I want uh, someone who's financially secure and has a really great job and um, you know, is, is joyful and doesn't drink and doesn't smoke and doesn't do all these things. And I always ask them, well, are you that? Because you are not going to attract someone in your life if you're none of those things. So you have to be what you want in your life. You have to walk the walk. You have to actuate the energy that you want more of, all right? You can't um, want all wonderful people in your life if you're going around gossiping and talking behind everyone's back. So you will manifest whatever you are. So be what you want in your life. That's the best advice I can give you when you start doing law of attraction. So Sally, you got anything over there? Anybody calling in? No, I mean, anybody on uh, <clears throat> comments? Anyone writing in? Writing in, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you actually 
You had a lot of people following today, a lot of yeah. new people, so that was really nice. I've been getting a lot of new people the last few weeks on my other lives and also on all my social media, so that's really cool. I actually have a lot of events coming up, so um, there'll be a lot of things coming up. I'm just so excited about everything that I do now. You know, It's like I gave myself permission to just be Georgia Rose, and it's great. I- explain, if I, if I could ask, explain, and I know it's not um, Law of Attraction stuff, but you mentioned earlier that... Um, Mercury is in retrograde oh, yeah. in, in, yeah, Pisces, in Pisces till like what, like March 10th or something? Uh-huh. I think it's March. T- I have it written down actually from last week. I can tell you. It's hard for me to remember all these dates because I'm doing a lot of meetings and things in my other life too. And you said that it was in um, uh, like, March 29th. Like Pisces. Does that mean that uh, 29th? Yeah. Um, like does it does it change from from sign to sign? Yes. It the de- Mercury Yeah, retrograde? it'll change in different signs throughout the year. Uh, we usually have about three or four Mercury retrogrades every year. Um, this one is in Pisces, which you want to look on your charts. You can get a free chart at cafeastrology.com or uh, astro.com. And you want to look and see what house. It's going to look like a pizza wheel. And what section is Pisces? And that is where the Mercury retrograde will affect you. Mine is in my third house, which is communication, which is why we've had all these glitches tonight and the beginning of the broadcast and last week as well. Um, so what I'm doing is really making sure my texts are going through and checking all my emails twice and all that stuff. So wherever it's happening um, in your um, your uh, zodiac wheel is where you'll have most of the affection, uh, affectation. But in Pisces, generally speaking, it's connection. It's uh, Pisces is the sign that really connects us to divinity, um, spiritual work, psychic ability. So we have a new moon coming in in Pisces on Sunday, and so with the Mercury retrograde and Venus, I think is hovering around there as well. Um, no, Venus is in Aries. Um, it will definitely affect us. You know, it's a great time. New moons are great times to start things. So if you want to start your law of attraction type journals and things like that, Sunday is a great time to start it over the next course of the month. Um, a a new moon in Pisces is a great time to, um, start anything to do with, um, connection, um, psychic ability, reading, um, anything about meditation, things like that. If you're trying to start a meditation practice, it's a great time to do it. So that's the Pisces energy, definitely. All right, thanks. I was just curious. Yeah. So I think that's just about it for tonight, unless we want to have one more call, if anybody wants to call in. I am actually going to pick a card for the universal energy and uh, may resonate with some of you out there. So let's see what we get. These are just basic angel grace cards that I've had for many, many, many years. As I said, I have my own oracle cards out. Um, They're going to be for sale uh, in this coming up week called the Circle of Light. And they're beautiful, beautiful cards. They actually come with a crystal in the box. And you can get those through my website. So, oh, this card pulled out. So we're going to use it. And this card is Faith. What a beautiful card. And how appropriate is it that we get the Faith card when we're talking about Law of Attraction? Because we've got to believe. And it says, Have Faith. Every event we experience and every person we meet has been put in our path for a reason. And boy, is that true. The synchronicity that we're seeing in the universe right now is tremendous. I know Sally was put in my path for a reason. She's the, <laughs> she's the best engineer at Gov's Comedy that you Thanks. can have. I think she's the only engineer. But. Yeah, I'm the only one. <laughs> so funny. I had a meeting because um, I, I switched companies with my real estate. And I had a meeting the other day. Um, in an office where the manager is the manager I had many years ago. Oh, nice. And he's the only manager I ever had. So I said to the, I'm in real estate over 25 years, so I said to the uh, agents, I said, you guys are so lucky to have this guy as your manager. You know, he was my manager like 15 years ago, and he was the only manager I ever had in real estate. Yeah. 
Nice. So synchronicity, the right? The best one. Everything comes around, comes around. So next week we're going to have a guest on the show, but it's a mystery. I'm not going to tell you who it is, so you'll have to tune in and find out. Is it because you don't know or you No, um, I know. It's just a secret. It's a secret. I, See what I did there? The secret? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. The book. <laughs> the secret. Law of Attraction. Um, I know everything. I'm psychic. <laughs> <laughs> well, can't wait. Every show's been great either. so far. It has been great. We've had some great guests. So um, thank you all for tuning in tonight. This is the energy that I source my life from. If everyone in the Zancuna community could just take a breath in and a breath out, and we can all send each other some love and some beautiful positive law of attraction for the next week coming up. I'll see you guys Tuesday at 7 o'clock on Facebook and right here in the Soul Space next Thursday at 6.30 on GovsRadio.com. I am Georgia Rose from Zancuda.